Collective, how are you? Happy full moon and blessings to all of you. Um, This is a special episode, it's a bonus episode that I felt very guided to do for the full moon in Taurus that is actually happening today, November 19th, 2021. So I am a Taurus sun sign. I also have Taurus in my midheaven and in my Mercury. So um, one day I'll explain all that stuff, um, go through all the houses and placements and things like that. But today is all about the Taurus full moon. And I have a, um, it's kind of going to be a book review at the same time. Um, but I want to give you guys some, maybe some tools. I want to read some passages, um, give you some things maybe to do tonight for the full moon. Um, these effects for the full moon, as far as to my understanding, they can last two days up to 30 days. So take it as it resonates for you. Anyway, the book is called Moon Magic and it's by Aurora Kane. Oddly enough, I saw a beautiful picture um, where it was kind of staged, you know, and this book was the centerpiece of it. And I was so drawn to the book. Um, and, uh, I, I don't know why, but I was so drawn to the book that it actually made me buy it. So, um, and I think it's just a perfect way to, um, give it a shout out during a Taurus full moon. Um, so yeah, it's, um, it says moon magic, a handbook of lunar cycles, lures, and mystical energies. And there's a, so much really cool stuff in here, guys. It's not all frou-frou. Okay, um, but there's a lot of really, you know, cool, interesting facts about the moon and the cycles. And then there's, there's all these spiritual aspects of it as well, too. There's the moon and astrology. So the contents basically say the magical moon and her powers, the full moon and other magical moon phases, which we're going to go over that. Um, cultural beliefs, goddesses and Wicca. Uh, harnessing moon magic with herbs and nature, which I cannot wait to do that episode when I get more into herbology and all that kind of stuff. Um, harnessing moon magic with crystals and gemstones, which I hope to do an episode in the future about that. Harnessing moon magic with essential oils and candles, the moon astrology and tarot and worrying your moon magic or working, worrying, (laughs) working your moon magic with simple rituals and spells. Now people start hearing the word spells and magic. They start going in this direction. I get it, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not your girl for that. Okay. If I promote anything, it's never going to be spell work. Okay. These for me are manifestations. Okay. These are mantras. These are little, small, little things that you can do to, to, um, to make positive, beautiful things happen in your life. There's never going to be any negativity on this episode, if I can help it. (laughs) Um, I never want to promote any kind of spell work. I am not into that at all. I've said it many times. I am against all that stuff, especially when you're trying to, to manipulate another person or the energies. You never want to do that. You always want to stay in the light. Okay, always stay in the light. So the first part of this that I want to actually do before I go into anything else is I want to read this little passage in here because it's very beautiful. So I wanted to read that to you. And it said, invite it all. You're welcome here to sit and cast a spell. Remember what I said about casting a spell, so, okay. But wait, 
no fear, no evil here. Exactly. Just le- just lust for life lived well. Moon's magic waits. She bides her time. Come hither, call her charms. Her siren song, sweet lullaby, a jaunting, lilting t- tune. Our fortunes told, or acts of bold and never-ending love. Her light shines bright to clear our sight and guide from up above. Pray open mind and joyful heart with trust unbounded be. So drawn her way, don't go, she'll say. We're much alike, you'll see. Blessed be all who opens these pages. May, your dis- may you discover a bit of magic here to soothe or delight. Okay, I love that. So Aurora, shout out to you, girl. Hit me up. <laughs> um, so yeah, and I mean, this book is just, it's amazing. And I, I kind of do want to go through the phases a little bit because not everybody knows what they're called. I'm not going to get too much into detail of them, but I'm just going to kind of go through the phases with you from new moon to full. So the first phase is new moon, beginning of cycle, beginning of a cycle and cleansing. Phase two is the waxing crescent. Glowing light illuminates intentions and intuition. The phase three of the moon is the first quarter moon. Strong light brings focus to maximize intentions. Phase four is the waxing gibbous, increasing excitement and energy, nurture hopes and dreams and until visual, I can't talk today, (laughs) and dreams until visible in the full moon. And phase three is, I said new moon to the full moon. Don't listen to me, guys. I'm all over the place. I've got Uranus in my sun sign, okay? So I'm just like all over the place all the time. Anyways, phase five is full moon. Okay, we're on that phase right now, okay? So it says energy, abundance, fruition, gratitude, also a time of cleansing and letting go. Phase six, waxing gibbous, reflection, learning, Refining based on lessons learned. Phase three is the last third quarter moon. Acknowledge and release a time of forgiveness. So guys, as you can see, what happens after the new moon and now this is what happens after the full moon, if you guys haven't caught on to that. Um, so phase seven, or like I said, was last uh, third quarter moon. Acknowledge and release a time of forgiveness. Phase eight is the waning crescent. I said waxing, didn't I? I meant waning gibbous for phase six. Sorry. Phase eight, waning crescent or balsamic. End of the cycle, renewal, and inward reflection in thoughtful darkness as a new beginning, as a new cycle begins. So those are the eight phases of the moon. Um, Right now we are on a full moon today on November 19th, like I said, in the sign of Taurus. So let's look that up really quick. I have notes everywhere. Mess today. Alright. Let's see this. <clears throat> so <clears throat> the full moon. The full light of this moon shows everything, no more everything. No more shadows, no more doubt. It is the chance to see things in full clarity. This is your time to rely on the collective strength of others to help you achieve what you've been working towards or see clearly what's not working and begin to think about the next new moon. Congratulate yourself for all you have done and make plans with a friend to celebrate. You will learn things from others that shape how you view the future. 
Absolutely. All right. So since it's in Taurus, we're going to read Taurus. If I can find it. All right. <clears throat> Taurus. So this just kind of tells you about Taurus a little bit and um, the full moon. So Taurus is an earth sign. It's an earth element in the uh, animal. It is the bull. It represents the bull. Let shine in the full moon's glow. Reliability, patience, and practicality. Allow to dim the moon's light sets. Uh, stubbornness, possessiveness, uncompromising. So that's kind of our negative traits <laughs> um, in Taurus. Associ associated essential, essential oil is rose. Soften some of those, those strong as a bull tendencies in ease stress. And oddly enough, I never really was a big rose person. Um, my favorite flower for the longest time was orchids. And they've, I still love orchids, but now I'm, I'm more of a sunflower child. <laughs> I love sunflowers. Um, however, I am really getting into the scent of rose. So that makes a lot of sense for me right now. Um, so let's see. Let's see what we got in here. And sorry, guys, if you're like one of those people who wants me to hurry up, you can forget it. This is my podcast. Get your own. Anyway, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, so it says your sign and the lunar eclipse. Now, I don't want to read all of these, and I know you guys are going to hate me because you want to read your sign, but we are having a Taurus full moon, so I'm going to read Taurus. And we are having a lunar eclipse. So it's a very powerful full moon. So it says, Taurus is stubborn. A lunar eclipse is a sure sign of impending change that can shake your confidence. But your practical patience qualities, wait, your practical patient qualities enable you to embrace and define the change to your benefit. So <clears throat> even though you may not be a Taurus, you may not have Taurus at all in your chart, utilize the Taurus energy, okay, and what it was saying. All right, so let me go back here. Let's see, we're going to go to the full moon, the full moon and other magical phases. Let's see what we got here. All right, so these go by months and we are in November. So I'm going to read this to you guys. Full moon's history has named this moon the beaver moon. Less common name is the frost moon. Historical significance. A time to set beaver traps before water freezes. Beavers are also busy building dams. Interesting fact. Uh, today's magical significance. Like, like the beavers and their dams, now may be a good time for a moon bath. Relax, give yourself over to the power of the moon and feel her balancing energy. Now here is a mantra for you if you chose, if you so choose to use it. A break I seek to calm the mind and quiet relentless days or restless days. Rel I cannot speak today, guys. I'm so sorry. Let me start over. A break I seek to calm the mind until quiet restless days send moon bow beams to whisper dreams and carry me away. Some of you are going to be like, I don't have a clue what fuck she talking about. <laughs> and that's okay. You guys don't have to. I'm doing this as a fun, you know, I, it might help some of you during this full moon. And, you know, eclipses and all what's going on astrology-wise. 
um, can kind of get a little bit heavy and full moons tend to be a little heavy and we're in Scorpio season. So anything in Scorpio season can seem very heavy. So I'm doing this to hopefully help, um, and just have a little fun with it. And I love the moon. So, um, let me see what I wanted to do really quick. All right. So the next thing I wanted to go to First thing I want to go over um, is smudging, and I wanna I wanna focus on smudging today because it's very beneficial during a full moon. So I want to read this. Smudging is a Native American ritual that closely traces its origins to burning incense, which is a ritual that can be traced back to ancient Egypt, where it is used in religious ceremonies and to ward off evil. Smudging is the act of burning a natural substance for a special, special, a specific reason, historically for cleansing, healing, and spiritual purpose. In the moon magic sense, you can incorporate it into any ritual you'd like to clear negative energy and increase the focus on intention setting or simply to do it alone to help resolve a time when you are feeling practically, particularly sad or stuck. Some people do it seasonally some weekly you do you there are four common herbs used for smudging with sage being the most common sage is for healing and dispelling negativity lavender is for restoring balance and peace cedar is for purifying and attracting positive energy and sweet get <laughs> sweet grass is for blessings oh good god the moon the eclipse energies are killing my speech right now um, and also, like I said, Uranus is in the sign of Taurus right now. And Taurus is in my Mercury. And your Mercury placement, Mercury is all about how you communicate. So if I have a willy-nilly energy like the planet Uranus in my sun sign and in my Mercury, I'm going to stumble on some words right now. So I just hope you guys find it comical. Um, so yeah, I mean, really... I'm not going to go into the details that she went into, um, but I, for me, what I do when I smudge is usually I smudge whenever I've had a very stressful experience. I try to, I use sage for the most part. Um, I have used lavender. Um, I haven't used the other ones, but I have used lavender, but usually I use sage. And again, sage is for healing and, and dis dispelling negativity. So, um, anytime, even if I've had like a negative person at my house or I move, I always, I always smudge, um, with sage. So <clears throat> let's see. All right. <clears throat> the full moon and your birth month. So, um, something that I wanted to kind of do was go over the lunar eclipse magic, uh, moon wishes, and then the moon water. So just bear with me. I'm going to read this really quick because lunar eclipses occur during full moons. They offer a special time to honor change, celebrate growth and heal. And I'm going to cough. <coughs> I knew it was going to happen. I could feel it. Sorry guys. Like I was saying, because lunar eclipses occur during the full moon, they offer a special time to honor change, celebrate growth and healing, and tap into our inner res resolve. 
If you can, stand outside and feel the energy aligning with the universe, sun, earth, and you, and especially the moon, all in harmony. Consider a ritual to honor the event and give thanks to the power of nature to heal. Mark the occasion alone or invite your favorite group or of like-minded friends. So they have a list of seven, um, I'm guessing like ways you can do this. Number one is pick a location where the moon is visible. In good weather, being outdoors lets you feel the full connection with nature and its calming, harmonious influence. Number two is cleanse the space with a a sage smudge stick. Set an altar, if desired, with special objects, crystals, or other natural items. Number four is set the mood, music, candles, comfortable place to sit, and food or wine wine, are all great options. Number five is gather paper, pens, and matches if you need to let go of something, as well as a proper container to burn it in. Please, nobody set your houses on fire. I mean, let's all do this responsibly. Take time to meditate. Number six is take time to meditate on your intentions and then write them down. It is advised that writing down our goals increases the rate of success in achieving them. Share them with the group. If you like, if you like, stating intentions aloud to others helps cement our accountability to them. I'll let that plane go by. All right, number seven, put your moon wishes in a special place under your pillow, in a wish box or in an intention jar and observe the results, okay? So if you guys want to pause these and, you know, write them down, I can also incorporate them somewhere. Um, not really sure how to incorporate them <laughs> on Spotify, but um, if you guys want a, a list of these, just reach out to me at media.collectiveculture at gmail and I can give you a list. So then that brings us to moon water. And it says, during the full moon's phase, where her energy is at its height, place a large lidded container outside. I'm going to cough again, guys. This is a mess. (coughs) But this is real. This is real life. And I've all of a sudden got a tickle in my throat. It's amazing. All right, let's read again. During the full moon's full bleh, during the moon's full phase, when her energy is at its height, place a large lidded container outside yard, balcony, porch, where it can catch the moon's beams, or place it near a window that receives moonlight. Fill it with water. Use spring or distilled water if you're using it for culinary purposes. Cover the container and let it bathe in the light of the moon. Take a moment of fo- to focus your intentions into the water then let it infuse with the water's nourishing energy the next day the water is ready to use label it and keep it refrigerated if you wish add the water to your moon bath use it to brew moon tea immerse your crystals in it to regenerate them or just sip as you meditate in the moon's guiding light so i have (laughs) rarely done this because for some i'm so absent-minded and it's probably because i have a lot on my plate what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually drink it straight. So I'm going to try my best to put it somewhere where the moon gets the light. And that's what I'm going to try. So you guys let me know what uh, your little things you're going to do. Um, there's other, there's moon dancing and moon bathing. Um, so I want to go into those. I want to read those really quick too. Um, if you don't want to do the moon water, this is a different um, thing for you to do with all the great energy and 
from the full moon, the original disco ball in the sky, now's the time for a dance party. Invite the neighbors or friends for a formalized group event or keep it simple, just you. If you're outside, sparkle some glitter on the grass for a little mood magic. Crank up the tunes or let your inner rhythms guide you and dance to celebrate life and the culmination of another, another month's work. Feel the energy cleanse your soul and the joy fill your heart. When finished, take a moment to be quiet and give thanks. Yeah, that's really beautiful. I have done that a million times. Dancing is a form of exercise for me, but it's just also something that makes me feel really good. So I, I love the full moon dancing. Full moon bathing. In addition to cleansing our bodies, cleanse our, our psyches is an important part of self-care. Moon bathing is a simple yet relaxing and soul-cleansing my-clearing ritual useful at any phase of the moon, but it is said to be most powerful during a full moon when her purifying energy is at its highest. Moonlight or water. You do what you prefer and what feels comfortable. If you're lucky enough to live in a warmer climate year-round, bathing in the moon's light outside, feeling truly connected to the earth below your feet and the stars above can bring an immense tense of sense of peace if you if you look if your luck runs higher and you live near a body of water a dip in the ocean river or lake even the pool can be enormously healing and fulfilling for everyone else take advantage of those warmer evenings in the summer and fall no natural water use the nearest tub so yeah, these are just things, guys, that you can utilize the moon for to help you in your daily life. Um, I have a very special and kind of weird relationship with the moon. Um, and I say weird only because some, some strange and pretty wondrous things have happened to me during pretty significant moon phases. So um, I've actually got a tattoo of the moon the moon phases on my arm and I know that may not sound like anything special to you guys but I am not the type of person that just goes runs out and gets random tattoos um it took me like I don't know 20 years to get a tattoo <laughs> and that's because I couldn't really decide on what I wanted and I thought this is going to be on my skin for the rest of my life I want to be connected to it I want to feel good about it and not regret it so you know, I thought to myself, what has been a constant in my life and my relationship with the moon has been a constant in my life and how the phases really affect me. Not only that, um, for you astrologers out there and you people who just love astrology and house placements and stuff like that, my moon sign is in Cancer and Cancer rules the moon. So, um, yeah. <laughs> And Cancer is also my 12th house, which your 12th house is your spiritual house, your house of, um, you know, the other dimensions, um, what's not of this world, you know, what's not of the 3D. So I'm very connected to it. It's a very big part of who I am. And so that wa that's why I decided to get that as my first tattoo. And um, now, kind of looking back, I wish I would have gotten it in a place where I could made it bigger. Um, and I might still do that, but I love it. It's my first tattoo, so it's my baby. And um, every time I look at it, I remember the cycles that I go through, the phases that I go through, and how they can affect me, good or bad. And um, how healing moon energy has been for me. And um, 
when I lived on a boat in San Diego, I, you know, I, I was kind of against it at first, and then it, it quickly became rehab for me, and having the moonlight reflecting on the water at night when I would be sitting outside the boat, I, I, there was never a time where I experienced that where I didn't feel good, and I didn't recognize things and have complete and total peace and clarity. And for me, that's really powerful, you know. Um, it can be quite challenging to find peace and joy, and I always found it through the moonlight, always. During a new moon, a waning crescent moon, it doesn't matter, a full moon, I always found it very beneficial and powerful for me. Um, and I don't live my life based on the moon, but, um, you know, I don't consciously do that, but subconsciously I definitely live my life based on the moon and how the tides can be affected by the moon is just a you know reality 3d way of showing you how affected effective it is and that it is real you know and um you know joe rogan always says you know he's always like we're on a ball spinning in blackness you know and it's funny yes but it's he's so right he's it's true we are on a ball spinning in nothingness and the moon kind of has always given me protection I've always felt very protected by the moon and um, you know being a human and you look up at the sky at night and you see the moon and you know you you kind of realize how small you are <laughs> as a being as a thing and but then again how big you are that you know you're you're getting blessed by the moon's light. The moon is choosing you. It chooses all of us if we choose it, you know? All right. So before I close this episode, I want to go over one last thing. And then I want to read the um, scripture in the back of the book. Uh, what was the one I wanted to go over? So, yeah, I just kind of wanted to go over <clears throat> the first part of this. So this was something that I, I really want to try to do tonight during this full moon, and it's journal intentions. So it says, whether you dedicate you dedicated a journal, a notebook, or a calendar, keep track of your intentions. These are likely the actions you take to manifest them. Will change with the moon's phases. Being able to remind yourself of your intentions and track your progress can help you coordinate with the most influential moon phases. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Write down your honest feelings and empowering thoughts and notice the sense of peace and fulfillment you get when you align desires, thoughts, and actions intentionally. Okay, so rewind that and listen to that again, guys. I want you all to do some intention setting. Um, There's a little mantra here that says, I will find the job that meets my dreams. I am going to act with courage i intend to seek happiness in all that i do so during this full moon if you've never done this before you know and and maybe you're just not into stuff like this and i get it 
do it for yourself though. Just, you know, maybe even do a voice note or something and utilize the power of the moon's energy right now. And, and we're going through a lunar eclipse, so it's even more powerful. Even if you don't believe it, just try it. Just have fun with it, you know? If it's gonna make you feel better, doesn't matter if you believe in it. I bet you will believe in it <laughs> after you do it. All right. So to end this out, guys, I just want to read the little inscription on the back that Aurora Kane wrote. Um, I can find it. Let's see. All right. So this is kind of like the, you know, she started with the little inscription and then she ended it. So it says, though gently folding pages closed may signal it's the end. But wait, don't go. The moon, oh ho, now calls you a dear friend. You've summoned strength and courage and love to walk this magic path. Now hand in hand rejoice, be glad. The journey's just began. As above, so below. So happy full moon lunar eclipse blessings guys i'm sending you so much light and positivity and warmth and love for this full moon season or for this full moon time and uh, until next time ciao